everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 124. We are at podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Rama S. <clears throat> player two. We can't hear you, player two. One, player two. We can't hear you, player two. Damn it, Ari, what did you do? Check your check your settings. Unmute your mic. It is unmuted. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ah, wow. Okay, as always, we have to blame Skype for the problems because Skype muted my entire audio setup, making me think there was a problem with audio output. Now that we got that fixed, I can't hear the good Ari. I don't know what the hell is going on here. Let me see, let me see what's going on here. Okay, it's everything is set fine over here. Are you are you fine, uh, Mako? I'm here. Can you hear me? Now try it. I was on. You, no, no, you weren't. I wasn't. No, there's a switch on the on the on the back there for normal and telephoto. You gotta switch uh, it all the way up. I see. Yes, the voice you hear next to me is Mako Chan. She's in town helping me at the Brooklyn Studios for some personal stuff I had to take care of. So. Yeah. Things didn't go as way as I expected, but it is what it is. Now, Ari, can, I, I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't have you muted. I really don't. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to end this call, and I'm going to call you back. Let's see how that works. Now we have ended the call with him. And now we'll call him again. And alas, we still cannot hear you. Nope. Cannot hear you at all. Cannot hear you at all. Alright. Now something odd is something odd's happening here. Hold on. Okay, I, for some reason, I see the meters going off, but nothing is coming through. Hold on. Maybe it's something stupid on my end. Can you hear me? Okay, now I can hear you. Uh. It's like echoey, though. But you sound kind of hollow, though. wonder. That might be us. Um, hold on for one second. All right, Ari, can you hear us loud and clear? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Now it sounds all muffled on your end, so it's not us. I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. How does this sound? That sounds good. Okay. What did you do? 
I change about a half dozen settings on the the microphone setup on Skype. I switch it from array to from line in to a, no, array to line in. There you go. That's how you do it. Okay. But last but last week I had it on array, and earlier I had it on array when we could hear each other just fine. Well, well, I, I guess I got a new mixer last week, so there's still some settings adjustments I'm getting used to. I have to make sure I tell it to go to the main mix because if it doesn't. Nobody's going to hear you. Lovely. Which I guess sometimes is a good thing when he's long-winded. Oh, you're just cruel. <laughs> you're terrible. Uh, you are terrible. <laughs> I would say but, let's... Oh, it's like I'm in a subway tunnel. Yeah, that, that's fun. Now, I normally I would say let's try, to, let's try the intro again, but I think we're getting to that point where we're just... Fuck the intro. Let's just roll with shit. Yeah, considering it's almost 10 o'clock already. So, Hi, everybody. Hi, Dr. Nick. <laughs> I can only imagine how badly this would have gone if we were all there in the studio. I would. I, I probably would have shot somebody. I really would have shot somebody. Yeah, we definitely had enough problems with just uh, two of us here. Yes, because my, my theoretical setup, I said that was going to work, didn't fully work, so we had to jury-rig something else. But the fact the of the matter... The jury has been disproved. Yes. The fact of the matter remains is that we got it to work. So and that's all that matters. Yes. We are live tonight, week of July 30th, 2013. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. If you have a chat client such as XChat, Merck, or Chatzilla, you can go to irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue. And as always, we're always on the Vogue Network Tuesdays at 930 Encore presentations Thursdays at 1, Eastern Standard Time. Check-ins are open, and that means if you join the Vlog Network, totally free. Check-in for the podcast, you get points. Rack up cool points and show that you are a listener, you are a fan, and you get and that's all, that's all the cool stuff that's about. And don't forget to check out our forums at vognetwork.com. Check out the official Vogue forums and our official Anime Jam Session forums. Ah, now they got that out the way. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Oh, God. You really want to hear about this, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. Well, you've seen the swimming pool I have in my backyard, right? And, yeah. And, you know, it can be a kind of a pain to clean sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or, well, uh, you know, last week it was uh, the water level was getting a little low, like below the tiles on it. So my mother just decided to have the right idea to fill it up. But right. she had one of those... You know those uh, collapse, collapsible hose, like the little rubber ones that expand when you fill it with water? Yeah. She dropped one of those into the skimmer, and she dropped it into the one of the gaps, well, I guess one of the pipes leading to the system of you know pipes underneath the, like, around the pool, underground, and uh, under all this concrete. That's not it good. Got, it got fucking stuck. Good. Yeah, she almost broke the the pool with a hose. And we, and the three of us, me, my mom, my dad, try, spent like an hour and a half trying to fish it out of there, only to find out that it was stuck within the pipes and it was screwing up all the all the uh, plumbing and shit. And my mom was like, literally, was like, legitimately surprised and upset that this was happening. I guess she thought that. She could finally blame someone else, try to blame someone else for it, which, you know, a day, 
not even a day later, she had already absolved herself with all this. She, I just woke up to her saying, yeah, this is all your fault. What? How is it my fault? You're the one that left. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she, just imagine her at the scene of a crime with the smoking gun in hand, pointing to some random stranger and say, police, arrest that guy. And standing over the body of the guy she just killed. Oh, goodness but, gracious. Great balls but, yeah, fire. like We ended up, like, we originally tried to, like, get out with the a really long screwdriver and pulling it. Yeah. But that was rather counterintuitive. We ended up ripping a hose off. Mm. Now, I had imagined, like, those uh, roll-away hoses, those flat ones, they yeah. usually ha- they had, like, this little uh, bi- binary valve on the end of it, this little black plastic piece. Yeah. When she said it got stuck, I had imagined, okay, just that and whatever little section of hose we got left off. Right. Well, Sunday when I was at work, they got a pool guy down there to pretty much blow out the lines and blow it out of the system. And there was about 10 fucking feet of hose left stuck in the pipes. Um, that, that, that's kind of special. Yeah. Oh, all because she thought, oh, wait, if you put the, if you put that hose in the water itself, it, like, splashes around and twists and turns and shit. I'm like, that's not a fucking problem as long as the water's not actually getting out of the pool. Take my family, please. Oh, God, I was so glad. Like, oh, and since I had, like, just... I'd recently gotten out of the shower when she did this. I I was out the, out in like 90 degree weather with nothing on but, but my pajama pants mm-hmm. and my back got fucking sunburned. Uh, that was... That was just fake kicking me when I was down. On the plus side, though, I did manage to rearrange my days off to uh, get, go to Otakon with no trouble. That's good. It sounds like it's pretty much a day in the life in the Rockefeller household. No, I am Gorilla Monsoon, and everyone else is Bobby the Brain Eaton. <laughs> I'm like, laughing. Every, like, like that's gonna be me. Me when like I finally go into a nervous breakdown, I'll just be like hurled up in the corner, going, "Will you stop?" Like over and over to myself. Here I am laughing, and you're standing there. I'm just, I'm realizing, you know, it's not that funny. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. We're, we're going to make the most of the uh, leftover booze from uh, Anime Next. I like the sound of that. Too bad I don't have enough time to make that beer-flavored ice cream recipe you showed on your Facebook. Eh, well, another time, another time. So, Mon- Yeah, that, that, was, that was what I did. Okay. Mako, how was your week and how was your day? Um, okay. That's all you can say? She can't it's talk when I just say. talked about it. That's all you can say. To, um, to quote Gorilla Monsoon, will you stop that? Sorry. Um, anyway. You're not sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Um, what did I do? Let's see. I sort of... What? Yeah, get a little bit closer to the mic. I don't want to get closer to the mic. You don't want to get intimate with Lean the mic? Lean away from the mic to breathe in. I don't want to get intimate with the mic. The mic is too damn far away, and I'm not bending over. Thank you very much. Hold on. Now, how about that? Does that work better? Somewhat. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Let me turn up your volume. Happy. Thank you. Uh, I'm not sticking my face in the microphone. 
I'm going to plead the Fifth Amendment on that one. It's big, black, and fuzzy. Again, I'm going to plead the Fifth Amendment. Nothing and to see here. <laughs> anyway. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, uh, the most exciting thing that I think I did, besides actually getting away from home and coming to visit, is uh, I watched Attack on Titan. Ooh, and, how far into it are you? Um, I'm done with what's out. Well, that's good. Well, at least you're done with it. I'm still waiting on episode 16 because I'm loyal like that. Well, I'm loyal to my person too. Yeah, but that person hasn't um, that person hasn't put out um 16 yet. It's been delayed because he he got he got sidetracked on a different project. So I'm I'm waiting. Yeah. If it's not in a couple of days, think yeah, I'll go download um another release and go ahead and just roll with that. So let's see, as for my week and my day, it's coming down to finals. So on the plus side, I did knock out that six that three page term paper, which turned into a six page term paper. I just gotta cite cite my sources in my term paper and that's it. I have finals between now, I believe now and the end of the like till the sixteenth or something like that. And I think half of them are practicals, which I am not a big fan of, but I do like the fact that I get to sit there and just do on the computer what I've been learning all semester long, so Which is kinda of the point of finals. Yeah, but I'd like to think so. Yeah, but there's a difference between um being handed a test where you fill out all the answers, or when you're standing in front of the computer and like, I want you to do this. You see? Mm-hmm. But um, I remember, like, for my Linux class, I, that was the first time I've ever gotten spooked on a final because of the way it was. Because I'm like, holy shit, I don't know if I'm going to do this. But I did, and I survived it. And that and that and getting ready for Otakon, I'm probably going to announce my cosplay list, which is probably only like three costumes. So I gotta remember to head down to the dry cleaners and drop some stuff off. So I'm still gonna get my cosplays from the cleaners. Yeah, I know. I got two as a two as a definite. The third one, I'm still trying to figure out. So now that we got that out the way, and we're like 15 minutes behind. Let's go ahead and kick off our first break. Okay. All right. We good? We good. We'll be back.
you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VogNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sista and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. All right, now that we got that out of the way, let's get down to some business. What do you okay. What do you say? All right, what's first? Okay, now, what was that? I said, what's first? Wait, hold on. You can't hear him? Oh, God damn it. Now All right, what? no, no, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Can you hear Ari now? Speak good, sir. Okay, I can't hear Mako. Okay, hold on for one second. Okay, we're gonna go back to the to the to the prior setup because evidently, with the astro. Did you just turn on a lightsaber? Maybe. Oh, God. What in the hell? Hold on. I'm going to unplug these headphones. Done. Okay. Okay. I think it's resonating from my headphones going to the damn speakers, okay? (laughs) Okay, so evidently, on the mixer, if I plug in the speakers, everybody in the room can hear you. If I unplug the speakers and plug in my headset, I'm the only one. Because I'm thinking theoretically, as long as the music is coming in and out and people are talking, it should be quite all right. Nope. That did not work. So now the, the, the Oh, I can hear you now. Yeah, the headset you gave me was basically just playing the music. That's it. That's all I heard. Oh, I can hear you now, Mako. Yeah, I, I forgot to turn the mic back on. Oops. Oh. What? So you mean to tell me it could, still could have worked? Maybe. What does my mic being on have anything to do with why I can't hear him through uh, the headphones? Never, never, never mind. Never do mind. Uh, Can we just get on with it, please? Yes, 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 yes. All right, fine, fine, fine. Okay. I'm going to bring up the first article. I like to call Keeping It Real with Cosplay Pot Dieu. Now, there's been a lot of flack, more or less, in the cosplay community, you know, where I-, I can kind of understand. Now, I'm using my air quotes. Famous cosplayer Yaya Han, and by famous, I do mean infamous decided to say something 
and she said this, Cosplay is more than just fun to me. It's my life. Not only does it pay my bills, but it gives me complete creative fulfillment and happiness. Fun is just the surface. Cosplay is hard work. It's deadlines, pain and uncomfortableness, effort, money, time, full use of your brain, hand-eye coordination, finger dexterity, insomnia, frustration, doubt, heart pounding, finger gnawing, tears, the worst judgment you can receive from strangers. Cosplay is also the ultimate art form. Creativity, limitless escapism, stupid grinning happiness when you figure out a hard part on a costume, indescribable magic the moment you first put on a new costume that you made, complete transformation, pride, courage, badassery attitude, knowing you can take on the world, be anyone you want to be, unafraid of anything, utter joy, lifelong friends, letting anything roll off your back, the most sincere way to be a fan, to be a geek, to be yourself. That is cosplay to me. Fuck fun. This is my life. I'm sorry. You kind of lost me at the part where she said cosplay can pay her bills. Well, you know the cat ears that we see at conventions at, at, at that one uh, angelic star booth at all the cons? Is that the ones that you can supposedly control with your thoughts? No, those are the Nekomimi ears. These are just regular um, cat ear, Neko ears you could put on. I think her booth is Angelic Star or something like that. That's her. Oh. She also has patents. Patent for what? She has patents on those cat ears for a certain for the mold and the style. Well, what the uh, frickin' do? Her, I guess. Yeah. But my thing is this. If it ain't fun, why are you doing it? Done and done. I know plenty of cosplayers and commissioners that go through all of this. And they still find it fun. They've actually, they've actually gone far as when they stop finding this as fun, they don't want to do it anymore, they're going to stop. Which I understand, and I 110% respect. But I, I don't think um, she's in a position to say something like that. Um, it's more along the lines of how you carry yourself. Like There are some cosplayers out there who will run their mouth and talk about random shit, and they'll just foam at the mouth. They forget there are younger generations that are watching them and listening to them and taking taking this to heart. You can't give the wrong impression on the next on the current generation of cosplayers and the next generation of cosplayers. Because if this is what she's saying, other cosplayers are going to be like, well, there's no fun in cosplay. Let me just do this to compete, to win, and this, 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 and that. And that's going to be a problem. And that's what I don't like about what she said. Yeah, I gotta admit, you got a point. No, I mean, the way she's portraying it is she's portraying it as, like, as if she's just cosplaying. And, like, if you're not, like, if you're, it's not a matter of just having fun. It's a matter of doing this, this, and this. The thing is, she's also a model. She's getting paid to dress up. She's not just cosplaying. And besides, who's to say you can't make money off it and have fun at the same time? Well, yeah, but I mean, if General Joe Schmo, who goes to conventions and is normally just cosplaying for fun, stops having fun with it, it's not a matter of shut up and keep doing it, which is what she's saying. 
there's a difference between having fun with it as a hobby and having fun with it as a job. Still think she can do both. She can do both. I mean, I know I can understand how if you take the fun out of it, you get your work done a lot quicker. You get very autonomous, very monotone. People will see that. If you put the fun in there, yeah, you probably won't get things done as fast as you normally would, but you'll enjoy what you're doing a lot more, you know? Is it just me or is it she can't like is she kind of looking down her nose at everyone who's trying to have fun with it? I, I I don't know. I mean, probably because even though she models, there are plenty of cosplayers out there that are just doing it as a, just doing it as a hobby that do it better than she does. Like like I said, I th- I I give her talent for um for her cosplays. But all that makeup on there, it's just, no, I just can't get with that. And if we go to the chat room real quick, um, Ragna asks, is there solid evidence that she still models? Because I heard she doesn't model anymore. She probably doesn't, but if someone pays her to make an appearance, then yes. I mean, if she's working at a booth that's not her own, whether she's at any conventions or something like that, technically she is model. Yeah, I mean, aren't most quote-unquote famous cosplayers that get paid to go to conventions going for the whole model costuming kind of thing. I mean, yeah, it's a cosplay thing, but it's also the whole they look good in what they're doing thing. Something along those lines, yeah. My main thing is, Yaya, please... Get off your high horse. And I know for a fact this will probably will never get to you. And if it does, I don't, I don't care. I really think you need to get off your high horse. Be real. Be chill. And just remember what it's like when you first got in the cosplay and all the fun. That's all it is. Because you're, you're giving off the, the wrong feels here. You really do. And if we go back to the chat room again, Scarlet hits it on. She's like, uh, with commissions, paying groceries for a month. Just depends on the type of commission, you know? Which I understand and I get. I do know there are some, com- some people who do commissions, they make great money. And there are some who, not so much, but they still do it. But they both have something in common. They still have the fun the love and the joy. You get the blood, sweat, and tears, but they're still having fun with it. And that, and that's all it is, you know. Now that I got that off my chest, let's move on and get down to the topics at hand here. Um, I will cover this real quick. Um, Serial Experiment Lane and Kino's Journey director passes away. Ryutaro Nakamura, the, ex- the director of Serial Experiments Lane. Kino's Journey and Soccer Awards, aka Soccer Tyson, along with other projects, has been fighting colon cancer for a long time. He lost his fight uh, June 29th at 4 p.m. Uh, local time, and he was 58. One of Nakamura Sensei's latest projects was Chibi Neko Tom no Daibokan announced the dreadful news through his Twitter account. Permission for this tweet was taken from the director's family. 
I have never seen Lane, but I know of it. I've seen some of Sakura Tyson. It's a very, um, it's a it's a great anime. I, I wish I had got my ha hands on it at the time, but you know. Yeah, Lane was good. I liked it. Yeah, I'm checking the um the comments, and everyone's like, "Rest in peace. We're sorry for your loss," which is understandable, and. On behalf of the staff here, we are sorry for your loss, and, and we thank you for your commitment and your contributions to anime. We thank you very much so for that. Okay, let me close this window out real quick. Um, Ari, do you want to take the next uh, story? Sure. Go for it. <clears throat> the old Rosen... Uh, hang on, where is it? A new Rosen, is it Rosen or Rosen? Rosen. Rosen, Maiden. Mm -hmm. Anime says, screw you to normal ways anime usually deals with remakes. And seems to do with the better. Mm -hmm. The old Rosen Maiden anime chose not to follow the original manga. Instead, it invented its own plot, featured a unique Rosen Maiden doll not found in the manga, and ended with an open ending. Okay. In a yet bolder move, Rosen Maiden 2013 ditches the old anime completely, Strictly following the manga instead. It also straight makes jump straight into the eighth volume, a move that will no doubt confuse most of the viewers. Of course, none of these issues hold it back from being one of the best anime to air this season. And it's not for everyone. You have to read the original manga, or at the very least, watch the first season of the anime to even understand half of what you were thrown into. If you were expecting this to be a reboot or a remake, then you're definitely out of luck. The decision to completely ignore the original anime and begin telling the story past the middle of the manga as a bold one. Regardless, Rosin Maiden is back and arguably better than before. Sakurada, Jun, and Shinku are fighting a desperate battle against the seventh Rosin Maiden doll, Kirakisho, mm -hmm. the box, and they are losing. After Kirakisho traps them both and renders them unable to fight, they devise an out-of-the-box plan to get them out of the bind. Meanwhile, in a parallel dimension... A Sakurada Jun who chose not to become Shinku's medium exists. After recovering from his hikikomori tendencies on his own, Jun is now a university student with a part-time job at a used bookstore. One day he finds a strange magazine about doll creation, which leads him to obsessively build a doll. And from the sound of that, right back into his hikikokomori tendencies. Following the magazine's instructions, adult Jun builds Shinku from scratch, from scratch, while her bare bones, at least. He's then contacted by Kid June and is given instructions that will help him awaken Shinku into life. Adult June agrees to help Kid June in this battle against Kirakisho, but he has no knowledge about the Razumate and Dawson. and Kirakisho is following his every move. Of course, a lot of people only remember Razumate from Desu, 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 etc. <laughs> But yeah, it does sound a little bit weird. Yeah, it's like, screw you guys, we're doing things our way. And if it's working, let it work. Well, I mean, look at all the other anime that um, basically basically uh, just went way out of uh, where the manga was. Usually that's called filler. Well, no. I mean, look at the original um, Full Metal Alchemist. The first couple of episodes 
followed the manga, and then because the manga wasn't complete, the rest of the series just went completely off on its own. But when they right redid the rails. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when they redid the series, they made the series follow the manga. So I mean, it's not like it's not like the first time that an anime series has drifted from where it was supposed to be. Yeah, this sounds like it's jumping up the train mid like mid journey. Well, yeah, I mean, the first the the first anime season or series for this really just basically used the characters from the manga and a general storyline. And then added whatever the hell it wanted to. Like someone taking a dolls, no pun intended, and uh, just <sighs> making something up, up on the spot like that. Ooh, it's n new metal, new metal image to horrify you. Dark helmet from Spaceballs playing with the dolls from Rosin Maiden. Why do I think I've seen YouTube vid of that? You might have. <laughs> Did you see anything? No, sir, I didn't see you playing with your dolls again. Good! Yeah, so... Yep, going to hell for that one. <laughs> um, we already confirmed for going to hell for what we do. Yep. Alright, so this sounds like another anime series I need to watch. Yeah, but watch the original series, the original if you can. It, it, it's, it's good. Will do. Yeah, watch the original Rosin Maiden. That way you'll understand what the hell's going on. Okay, so anyway, let's go to the next um, article. Marco, if you can. All right. Um, this is a little bit old. It uh, starts out that says two days left, and really um, the whole uh, funding is over. But... Um, Akemi Takata urges support for Kumi Mami uh, U.S. release. Uh, with two days left, and as of this writing, $6,895 left to be funded to cover the costs of producing the first ever American DVD release for the 1983 Magical Angel Creamy Mami uh, television series. Anime Souls has published a minute-long English subtitled special message from Creamy Mami creator designer uh, 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 Akemi Takata. Thank you. You're welcome. It didn't want to come out. Sorry. Uh, Takata encourages... That's what she said. Shut up, damn it. Uh, Takata encourages North American anime fans to make a final support uh, support push to see Creamy Mommy uh, Mammy, Mommy, whatever, hit its fundraising goal. Um, as of when I was looking this up originally, they have been funded. So look forward to seeing the U.S. release. And Creamy Mommy is like one of the original Magical Girl animes. So if you really like uh, Pretty Sasami, Sailor Moon, Madoka, all of those heroes, you got to go all the way back to... Creamy Mommy, the original. It pretty much goes back that far, so. So I may just have to get my hands on this as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, they weren't asking, they weren't asking for a whole hell of a lot either. How much were they asking? Um, it wasn't a lot. It's actually, let me, 
Wasn't it supposed to be like 150 maybe? I don't remember. The link is on there. All right, I'm going to see if I can pull up the link real quick. It should be like one of the first things. Yeah, right there. All right, I'm just trying to... All right, yeah. It's just a message. No, to the right. Yeah. The goal was, I guess, 28000 They raised 28060 bucks. Huh. And I think Studio Piro did this. Let me take a look at what they've done. Um, let's see. Studio P-I-E-R. Yeah, Studio Piro. Well, I mean, it's just... It's just dubbed, right? They're just going to release it here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's subbed. I don't think there was a dub for it. No. It depends. They might... Uh, who, who was... I think this company, Anime Souls, they're the ones releasing it. It might just be standard uh, subtitle. Which is perfectly fine. And this is what Studio Parole has done. You heard her say Yatsura. We all know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mysterious Cities of Gold. Some of us know that. Oh, I love that series. Uh, let's see. It's supposed to be getting a remake, isn't it? Possibly. Um, they've also done... Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. I know that one. Yep. Uh, Clamp School Detectives. Flame of Rekka. Fancy Lala. I, I know those. Tenshini Naruman. I've heard of that. And Great Teacher Onizuka. <laughs> and, and they've done this series that definitely Mako-chan knows of. Oh. The Super Milk-chan Show. <gasps> Milk-chan! <laughs> And they've also done Tokyo Mew Mew. Mew Mew. And, right, and you know what series that they're doing that they're making bank on as we speak? What? One. Naruto. Nice. <laughs> they're making bank on Naruto. But they've also done Sayuki. You've never seen Sayuki? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, they, 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 they got... They, Oh, they did the Bleach movie. Um, actually, they also did the Bleach anime as well. Yeah, it sounds like they've done a lot of uh, popular crap. Prime stuff. Oh, shit. What? Legend of Korra. Uh... Yeah, Steve Perel's got some prime shit under their belt, so... So you know they're not going to screw with things. Hell no. Okay, uh... Of course, it will come to me for this. Yep. Only because I am pro-ninja, always have been, always will be, to the day I die. One Piece creator still sidelined amid concerns. Eichiro Oda, the creator of One Piece, skipped the deadline for several issues of his popular manga earlier this, this spring due to illness. It seems as he is still recovering. According to the latest issue of Shonen Jump, One Piece will once again be missing an issue. Originally, Oda was hospitalized in May for a tonsil infection. One Piece returned to print last month. Now, with One Piece's latest week off, it won't be back until Shonen Jump until at least August 5th when the next issue goes on sale. As JCast reports this week, there are certainly concerns about Oda's health. It's worth noting that Oda seemed in good spirits when he gave an update about One Piece's status. Let's just hope he doesn't go the way of Steve Jobs, because that's going to be no good. Because the series will end on filler episodes, and the entire fandom will, will spin on its fucking ear. Mm. 
They'll be storming his estate with torches and pitchforks. Don't give them any ideas. No, I'm sure that someone's had that idea already. What about Evangelion? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, no, I'm right. Okay. Ari, please take the next one. I'm a little distracted by that guy's work, work ethic. Okay. What, what now? His work ethic. He goes to bed at 2 a.m. and gets up at 5 a.m. And works. Period. Ah. Eight amazing works you may have not may not have seen from anime's greatest directors. Hayao Mizaki, Osamu Tezu, Tezuka, Hideaki Hana. You know these names, and if you don't, you know their work, Spirit of the Way, Astro Boy, and Evangelion, respectively. But it's not every awesome anime... And every fi every famous director's oeuvre that gets the same attention. So here are eight works by anime's greatest directors you probably haven't heard of, but should know. Uh, number one is Future Boy Conan by Miyazaki. Okay, I've <clears> heard of that. Before he he was synonymous with great anime, but hell, before he Studio Ghibli was formed, he was the director of this series from 1976 to 78, based on Alexander's key novel, The Incredible Tide. After a war of ultra-magnetic weapons destroys most of the planet in, two, in the far-flung future of 2008, a spaceship that had tried to escape crash lands on an island where Conan is born. In 2021, a mysterious girl named Lana washes up on Remnant Island when she's kidnapped by two soldiers from a plane called Industria and taken away on a hydroplane. Young Conan sits off across this post-apocalyptic world to rescue her. You can see a lot of Nausicaa in Conan, which became one of the most popular anime series, not just in Japan, but in Europe, Southeast Asia, and the Middle East. But there's no official English release. Now, you said you heard of it, DJ? Yeah, we talked about it on, I think, a couple episodes back. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember now. <clears throat> Pardon me. Mm -hmm. Rujin Z by... Katsuhiro Ultimo. Okay, I I've, I've seen this. This shit is funny as hell. Despite creating and directing at Akira, Katsuhiro Ultimo doesn't have the world's biggest curriculum vitae. He's directed Steamboy, the live-action Mushishi movie, and several segments in various anthologies, but not much else. In 1991, he wrote the screenplay for Rujin Z, a wonderful and often terrifically funny story about the government making robot beds for senior citizens that take care of their every need from food to cleaning to waste disposal. But when the test bed's AI goes haywire and decides to fill its, its occupants wish to go visit the sea, a suspicious nurse realizes the beds are actually military robots too. The mix of humor and action, the military chasing a single mobile hospital bed through Tokyo while the elderly occupant sleeps through and all, and all, it all is a delight, blah, blah, blah. While still addressing Japan's ever-growing elderly population and their care, or lack thereof, makes it something special. The American DVD is out of print, but you can possibly track it down online. And I do believe I've seen this, I've only when it like, came out on Saturday Anime on Sci-Fi Channel. I saw the DVD release of this, and I'm like, this is an anime about the government creating beds for senior citizens. What yeah, because the I, fuck? I remember an, like, an old man, like, they're like demonstrating the uh, features of it, and one of it was like simulating exercise, and these like like big metal casings come around their arms and like pump back and forth like they're supposed to be running. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was wondering why that sounded familiar as I read it. <laughs> <clears throat> Number three, Nadia, The Secret of Blue Water by Ano Hideaki. I think I've heard of this one. I definitely heard of this one, yeah. too. So have Before, I. Hmm? That's it. So have I. Oh. Before he blew everyone's minds with Evangelion, Ano Hideaki was just a regular cog in the anime industry, working on Macros, Nausicaa, The Valley of the Wind, and even Grave of the Fireflies. His first real big break was the director of 1990 to 1991's Nadia, The Secret of Blue Water, based on a concept by Miyazaki and inspired by the works of Jules Verne, specifically 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. While the young circus performer named Nadia is chased by thieves for Jeweled Pendant, the titular Blue Water, she's rescued by Captain Nemo in a submarine, the Nautilus, and gets embroiled in a war between the surface world and the Neo-Atlanteans, a war that will reveal Nadia and the Blue Water's secret pasts. It feels a lot like a Miyazaki series, but Anno put his own stamp on a show with more humor, more lightheartedness, and thanks to having 39 episodes, an even bigger scope. <clears throat> if it sounds familiar to you, you might be thinking of Disney's Atlantis the, Long, the Lost Empire, which came out in 2001. Or clips from a hentai. Oh, God. <laughs> You're terrible. Just terrible. What? It was in uh, 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 Spaceballs. No, um, 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 yeah, Starballs. That's it. Sorry. You damn well know Mel Brooks had nothing to do with that. Come on now. No, but it would be really, really funny if he did. I don't know. Mel Brooks took one look at that and like, whoa, this is just way too fucked up even for me. I don't know. But yeah, uh, I... they were, they were talking, you guys were talking about that earlier and then they were talking about it in chat, so it got stuck in my head. Oops. Eh, I guess. And next one is Takigui Gui. Tachigui Gui. I don't know how the hell to pronounce this. Tachigui. Hold on, let me see if I can pronounce it. Tachigui. The Amazing Lives of the Fast Food Grifters by Mamoru Oshii. Okay. I did get it right the first time. That thing. Mamoru Oshii will always be known for the amazing Ghost in the Shell movie, the hilariously unwatchable. Ghost in the Shell movie sequel, and he's working on the hilarious anim- 80s anime comedy <clears throat> Urusei Yatsura. <coughs> Pardon me. There's very little of his work that isn't at least somewhat well-known, but one film did disappear almost immediately after it was re- released in 2006, and that's Tachigui. This anime movie, and I, s- <clears throat> and I say anime in the loosest possible sense, it was filmed in something he called Super Livemation, it's about a class of con artists who go to stand-up restaurants that serve gyudon, soba, hamburgers, and all the like at small booths, and then run away without paying. This isn't mere theft, but a whole, sort of a whole bizarre craft and culture which Oshi uses to explain his Japanese history from the end of World War II to the present, and, it's, and the eroding loss of cultural identity due to mass commercialism, pretty much in the most insane way possible. No one has ever tried to bring this manga this to an America. Really? I thought it would do pretty well over it, here. It might give too many people ideas. Exactly. I mean, why should they bring that over? We already seen Jackass 1, 2, and 3. Oh, God damn it. Now I guess I've got, got the image of a Jackass anime in my head. Hi, I'm Ron Masao Tome, and this is Jackass. Yeah, the first thing I'm going to do 
is uh, make you drop your pants and then staple your ass cheeks together. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, sure. Well, I'd rather do that than having to eat a Connie's cooking. <laughs> wow. Anyway. It could be worse. If we go to the chat room real quick and we reference back, Dungeon Buster says, Nadia has great has a great intro, too. So many filler episodes, though, which yeah. is understandable. Um, he also mentions that Rojan Z is one huge super chase involving heavy, heavy weapons and a robot bed. <laughs> and and it's not sent to, to yakety sacks. Don't give me any ideas. Uh, and everyone says, uh, Mel Brooks is 87. The man is still alive. And Washi Otaku follows up with, um, I was watching an interview of him a month ago that was done in 2013, so he's not dead yet. Or lost his marbles. <coughs> Ronma? Yes? If we do jackass, I, I have a worse idea. How does that You combine those two ideas. You have to eat her cooking and have your ass cheeks stapled together. Let's see if your stomach really is made of iron. <laughs> oh, God. You can only torture a man so much. No, you can torture a man a lot. Sociopath. Because it's fun. Anyway, moving on. You guys are just terrible, you know? Just terrible. Anyway, next on the list is uh, Perfect Blue by Satoshi Kon. Sorry. Yeah, that would have been a little uh, mood whiplash oh, there. Oh, oh, um, although it's kind of fitting for Perfect Blue. Admittedly, Perfect Blue may be the least well, known on the list. It was released in America and got a reasonable amount of acclaim, but it was dwarfed by his later efforts like Millennium Actress, Tokyo Godfathers, and especially Paprika, or should be considered right along with them. Mima is a bubbly J-pop singer who decided to become an actress to the dismay of her fans. One in particular sets up a serious website featuring entries from her private diary and may even be stalking her. Between the stalker and her role as a rape victim in her first movie, Mima starts to become unhinged to the point where she neither she nor the audience knows what is real. If Alfred Hitchcock had ever made an anime movie, it would be Perfect Blue from 97. It's a perfect mix of, yep. of suspense, scares, and an, unre an unreliable protagonist. The blending of fantasy and reality, and still immensely entertaining to boot. Cohn died in 2010 at the age of 46. Since we won't be getting any more of his wonderful director's work, it's important to celebrate all that he left us. I liked Perfect Blue. There is this awesome AMV I saw. Perfect Blue to Nine Inch Nails to Perfect Drunk. It fits so well. You know, Alfred Hitchcock once said that actors should be treated like cattle. I can only imagine what kind of disdain he would have for animators and voice actors. I don't know. And I don't care. But, did you mention, like, uh, Satoshi Khan's TV show as well? Because I just wonder how hard you mention it. Uh, which one? Paprika? Uh, no, Shonen Bat or something like that. I know, it wasn't mentioned on this yeah, one in I the think, list. I think that, was that one of his shows, is one of his pro his products as well? Uh, let me double check. I'm going to check too. Google Foo. 
more like Wikipedia food. Yeah, paranoia agent. Yeah, that's the yeah. Show. Yeah, that's like, yeah. I, I managed to get to the TV tropes yeah. article on it. That I I loved that. There was something about that. I'm like, that was fucking redonkulous wonderful, you know. Satoshi Kon has a history of having a lot of just really weird out there kind of. But shows. the thing is, it's weird in a good way, though. Yeah, I'm not saying it's uh-huh. weird in a bad way. It's just him. Oh, really? If we go to the chat room real quick, ActDef says Black Swan, the movie, is based on Perfect Blue. I did not know that. Hmm. I didn't realize that either because I thought that was based like a movie based on Swan Lake but modernized that's exactly what I thought (coughs) and uh ooh This, this next one looks like something I watched when Nick Jr. was a little child yeah Panda Go Panda by Isayo Takahata. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that one. Other than Grave of the Fireflies and his Ghibli movies, all of which are dwarfed by Miyazaki's films, Isayo Takahata isn't particularly well-known in the U.S., but he's directed about a million things, including the mega-popular-in-Japan animated TV series based off an Anne of Green Gables, Heidi of the Alps, I do, I have heard of those two titles, and many more that, that no one in America has any practical chance of seeing. There is one exception, though, and that's Panda Go Panda, a collection of two short movies, about 30 minutes long each, but a young girl named Mimiko who gets adopted into a family of pandas. Kind of a, It's kind of a proto-My Neighbor Totoro with its giant, adorable pandas and, and spunky young protagonists and childlike sense of adventure. Pioneer slash Genion released it in the 2000s on DVD, and occasionally you can find it on the cheapo DVDs in grocery stores. Talk about how the mighty have fallen, huh? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah. uh, moving on, moving on. <laughs> and, uh, ooh, Lensman by Yoshiaki Kawajiri. Best known for Ninja Scroll and Vampire Hunter D, two movies that made a million anime fans. Yoshiaki Kawajiri has worked. I'm playing of anime versions of Western properties, including The Matrix and Highlander. I wonder if that includes the Animatrix. But the first occurred in 1984 with his <clears throat> when he made a movie of E.E. E. Doc Smith's beloved Lensman sci-fi novels. When he first met them, when the Smith estate watched this movie and the accompanying anime series, they hated the hell out of him, mostly because they took the proper nouns from the books and then pretty much used them for a Star Wars knockoff. <laughs> Zero affection for the original books, Lensman is still a priest decent movie, although Lord only knows how it holds up today. It was bought to America on VHS in the 80s by Harmony Gold, the folks who made Robotech, which was even before people had started calling anime Japanimation. <clears throat> the Sci-Fi Channel aired it a few times in the early 1990s, but I don't believe it made it to DVD anywhere. And I still remember one of the old Cartoon Network bumpers from like way back in the day when they said See the latest in Japanimation. I remember, uh, okay, I'm going to date myself yet again, which I find myself doing far too often on this program. 
early iterations of going into Sam Goody and Musicland and even Suncoast. Oh, wow, was, you are dated. Shut up. Before it was called the anime section, they actually had titles that said Japanimation. I remember that. So, yeah. And number eight, oh my god, is this for real? Yep, it probably is. Cleopatra, Cle- Queen of Sex by Osamu Tezuka. Yeah, the god of manga because he, because he did everything. Fantastic kid superhero, he did Astro Boy. Equally awesome her- heroine for girls, Princess Knight. Samurai fantasy action adventure, Do Roll Row. Do Roll Row. God damn it, what's the hell? Adult medical drama, blackjack, serious work, a biography of Buddha, mind-boggling, mind explorations of the nature of humanity, Adolf, and attempting to examine the entire cosmos, Phoenix, and that included adult, adult works too. In fact, the reason why every Japanese man, woman, and child of every, of any age is considered a viable audience for manga, with, while large parts of America has only recently figured out adult males read comics still working on the whole female thing, is because of mm-hmm. Tezuka. He bought his immense scope to his anime works, too, releasing Cleop- Cleopatra in 1970. Although released in America as an X-rated cartoon a la Fritz the Cat, <clears throat> Tezuka created it as a bizarre, surrealist, art house flick, albeit one with a lot of nudity. And some live-action people, and also Caesar is green for some reason. <clears throat> you can find an edited version on YouTube. It probably... It's probably less important to watch it than, than it is to remember the legacy of Osamu Tezuka does not begin and end with Astro Boy. Wow. Everyone's enti- everybody's entitled to one. And this is his one. And we still can't hold that against him. Yeah. But, uh... I saw Fritz the Cat, too, and it, like, really fucked with me. <laughs> I think you're supposed to watch Fritz the Cat when you're stoned or drunk or something like that in order for it to make sense. I was 12. Well, you're much older now. <laughs> Not any more balanced, that's for sure. Nobody on this podcast are. Nobody. Nope. Uh-uh. No way. Uh-uh. Sorry. I'll take this next one. From, oh, goody. From Gundam to Wicked, 21 themed hotel Jap- Japanese hotel rooms that you won't believe. And these are not love hotel rooms. Just nope. getting that out there. These are real hotel rooms. Which can't be used for love hotel rooms if you're that perverted. And probably a good, good chunk of our listeners are and dedicated fans. Yeah, but some of these are like family hotels, so that's just creepy. Yeah, but given some of the people that we associate with... Yeah, some of these are, like, family hotels, and that's just creepy. Again, given the people that we... Some of the people we associate with. And I'm going to continue to say, that's still creepy. (laughs) Especially as you get down, and some of these are definitely for kids. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys kid. Excuse me while I stab myself in the neck with a pen. No, 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 no. That gives a very... Different definition to Toys R Us Kid. Okay. <laughs> hey, you're talking about me. 
Okay. And you talk about me. I talk about you whenever the hell I want to talk about you. Oh, fuck you, okay? When choosing a place to stay while traveling, most people look for very specific things in hotels, like location, price, the breakfast that are open until 10, so that the lazy people like us can get some food. And 10? That's way too early. I know. At least 11 is fine. <laughs> Why? Make it one. Brunch. Make it brunch. But Make it wh whatever to keep the hangover away. Yes. So you would want a room full of Gatorade then. But others want a little bit more out of their hotel, like intricately detailed themed rooms. So we're looking at themed hotel rooms, like Room G. The Hotel Grand Pacific Lidaiba meets Gundam. Gundam, of course, is Japan's most beloved anime, and it proves inspiration and decoration for this lavish room. The room features murals of Gundam battles, various flags, and character models. There are gun Gundam wallpaper all over the place. Well, I guess it could work if you're going in dressed as, um, Hero and the girl is Relina. We're not making these into love rooms. Son of a bitch. Stay on Wait, topic. Family friendly. At Mission least for this. Please. Ari, what was that? The take me, hero. Mission accepted. <laughs> I think we broke Mako-chan again. We keep breaking her. We can't get a refund I, I, on I'm, her. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Is she glaring at my name on the Skype chat window? Maybe. <laughs> anyway, as you were saying... Yes. This hotel in Tokyo boasts a variety of Gundam rooms, the simplest only featuring wall frame posters, pillows, and sheets matching the faction of the room. Guests can choose from Jabro, ES, EFSF, and the Principality of Zeon. Zig Zeon! The more lavish rooms, which are only three, have massive murals, potted plants, a special morning call service, and figures from the show, and there's even a cockpit photo spot. I think that would be a lot better if the cockpit was a toilet. I mean, it is. It, it is your throne. I oh, mean, my God. Think about it. I mean, come on. I can only imagine how many people have tried to walk out with the figurines. The standard room starts at about 159 per night, while the more extravagant rooms are around 270 a night. It doesn't include breakfast, but it does include some special Gundam amenities like embroidered bath towels. Now, Doki Doki Precure, Ikenotada Hotel. Son of oh, a God, bitch. I'm going into diabetic shock just looking at the pictures. Say what? I'm going into diabetic shock just looking at the pictures. <sighs> if you're looking at for something a bit cuter, it's time to head over to Ikenotada Hotel at the Shinokawa Resort in the Nagano Prefecture. There you'll find two Doki Doki Precure rooms available, the lovely room and the premium room. So I think I know where Scarlet will be staying when she visits <laughs> Japan again. In addition to every inch being covered in Doki Doki Precure imagery, customers get some special goods to take home with them. For example, the whole the hotel offers a Precure handkerchief, a special cup and toothbrush, a letter set, and a, shita, and a shitajiki, or a plastic sheet to put under paper when writing. 
all emblazoned with Doki Doki Precure characters. There's even costumes for children to dress up in. Yeah, if you're anything other than a prepubescent girl, staying in this room is going to make you feel really creepy. At least that's the way I see it. Now you understood, understand why I said, ew. <laughs> I mean, I know real men wear pink and all, but this is just overdoing it. Well, you tell that to Bret Hart. I said lots of pink, not pink accent with black, like, right, not right. pink accenting black and white, but oh. that's another story. The rooms are for two to three people. Pricey starts at about 120 a night, though you can expect to pay significantly more during the busy periods. And Scarlet's like, Ara? Yeah, uh, Scarlet. Uh, Precure-themed hotel rooms. You're welcome. Now, I know that's, my boy... That's the right idea. Too much fucking pink. Now, my boy, Barumoon, he's a big Common Rider fan. He would love this. Also in that same hotel is Common Rider Wizard. If you're looking for something more action-oriented, the hotel also offers Common Rider Wizard rooms. And you get uh, special goods to take home with you, like a toothbrush, a mask, and a juice cup. The room is priced is the same price as the pre-cure rooms, and it's decorated with be- special bedspreads, wall murals, and an intimidating cutout guarding the room. We wonder how many kids have woke up in the middle of the night to see Common Rider's bug-like face and scream so loud that they woke the whole floor. Oh God, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I noticed the cardboard cutout there. If I'm, like, stumbling in a room at, like, 3 in the morning, drunk off my ass, and I see that thing, you're just going to hear it, ah, punch, and then just that thing just splitting right in half. And then and then me writing out the check for, you know, fucking breaking the thing the next morning. Well, this next one is comes as no surprise. The Hello Kitty Cinema, cinema Roll Room at the Royal Hotel at various locations. The hotel offers a few different rooms to choose from. The Grand Kitty, the Cimarole Room, and the Hello Kitty Room. The Grand Kitty Room is only available at the Beppu Royal Hotel Oita Prefecture, though others are available at multiple locations around Japan in addition to Beppu. The room started about 11,100 yen per night for adults, 7,700 yen for elementary school students, and 6,400 yen for anyone younger. The Hello Kitty dinner for children, of course, is extra, though it's also extra cute. Yeah, this doesn't look so bad. I mean, it's not as heavy on the pink as the pretty cure one. It's yeah. more subdued. Now, you also have the One Piece room at the Hotel Amsterdam. If you, it says if you do end up in Beppu, you might, might as well do some sightseeing around Kyushu, which means a visit to Nagasaki. And if you're going to go all the way to Nagasaki, you might as well stay in the One Piece-themed hotel room. A fan favorite, we imagine, as the room gets booked very quickly, especially with the One Piece rides and attractions, right next door to the Hotel Amsterdam. Starting at 20,000 yen a night per person, the room is covered in one-piece images and comes with a breakfast and special goods. Now, also in the same hotel... The characters of One Piece gang watch you as you shower. Oh, the Straw Hat gang watches you. And that smile won't come off of Luffy's face. (laughs) And if we go back to the chat room... Ed Elric says, as Gordon Ramsay would say about pink, it's like someone threw up strawberry milkshake on the walls. Oh. And Misty goes, fuck that. If I have to deal with pink, I'd rather, I'd rather the next room at the Common Rider room. <laughs> and now we have Miffy. Um, 
If rubber limb pirates don't capture your heart, maybe you'd rather stay in the Hotel Amsterdam's Miffy room instead. Miffy, the adorable Dutch rabbit with the crossed mouth, has her own room complete with a doormat, sheets, pajamas, and take-home goods. The room sets at about 19,500 yen per night and can accommodate up to four. Wait, per person, per night. The hotel also features an enormous Miffy store with more stuffed animals than anyone could possibly hug in a week. Won't stop most people from trying. And then you have Gegege no Kitaro at the Kaite Saichoraku. Decorated with images and props from the yokai, which means Japanese ghosts and monsters. Anime manga Gegege no Kitaro. These four rooms don't exactly seem to be the best place to get some shut eye. Though we imagine fans of the show are probably used to ghosts staring at them. It's more moderately priced than some of the others, starting at around $98 a night. And it comes with two meals, which is pretty cool. Located in the Totori Prefecture, the Kaike Saichoraku Hotel is a bit out the way, but it does feature two hot springs nearby. That's pretty cool. I like that. And then there's the Evangelion Room at the Highland Resort. Because of course. Yeah. Because Japan. It should come as no surprise that this list features a room based on Evangelion, simply one of the most famous and well-known anime in recent history. And the life-size statue of Ray is one of the most ambitious interior decorations we've seen yet. How much I, you want to bet that Ray is behind bulletproof glass? Probably. The Highland Resort... <laughs> because if some, if some insane fanboy is going to be standing there, you know he's going to try and break that glass and take that Ray statue to bed with him. Uh, yeah. And even if the glass breaks, that really won't stop him. Maybe he's covered in blood and cuts and stuff. You're horrible. <laughs> anyway, as you were. It's one of the most well-known anime in recent history, Ava. And the life-size statue array is one of the most ambitious interior decorations that we've seen yet. It's The Highland Resort in Yamanashi Prefecture is located near both Mount Fuji and one of Japan's most famous amusement parks, Fuji-Q, which features a 79-meter-tall roller coaster. But you're not here for the sightseeing. You're here to sleep in this, the the bed is like a friggin' pod. The room has a capsule-like bed in addition to pictures of the show characters on the wall. There's a special morning call phone and DVDs available for the diehard fan who can't go on nights without watching a show. There are even blacklight graphics and quotes on the walls. Well, no one ever told them about the unfortunate results of looking at hotel bed sheets under a blacklight. Oh. And my, my little bit about the Ray statue was bad enough. Uh, I'm just going to speed through the rest of these. Um, we have Gaspard and Lisa. Um, it's based on a British cartoon. Uh, we also have Thomas the Tank Engine. Creepy hollow-eyed train staring at me. Yeah, well, you be staying at the Pokemon room, so shut up. Oh, because of course there's a Pokemon room. Though it looks like a friggin'... It looks like your apartment. <laughs> I w- not anymore. Then we had the Kumanaman room at the Hotel Verde. And the Ultraman room at the same hotel. And the Woody Woodpecker room at the Hotel Kinets in Universal City. Wow. Okay, that one I wasn't expecting. I don't think anybody was. Because, let's see, you have Soika Penguin at the JR East Japan Hotels. 
and there's the Mickey Mouse Hotel, the Mickey Mouse room at the Disney Ambassador Hotel, where the bed sheet looks like his jumper. Christ almighty. And there's a little image of a Mickey in a swimsuit with a towel on his arm. I can't tell if he's going to the pool or the shower, which makes me wonder why the hell he'd be showering in a bathing suit, but that's not, but but that's, that's not here nor there. Yeah. Let's see. We have the Ryujin Mabier. Never heard of that one. That's, it seems like it's something like Power Rangers. So. Let's see. You also have Koala's March. And we have a Panda's Room. And... And I know my friend Lexi would love this. The Wicket Room at the Nagoya Marriott Asoka Hotel. Yes, it looks like it has a Japanese cult following as well. I have a friend that will love the next room, the Model Trains Room. I will probably stay there too. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Alright. Mako, you want to take that last article and we can wrap shit up? Uh, which last article? Because oh. I've got two listed. Oh, you know what? We'll skip NHK and go straight to Quincy Jones. Okie dokie. Yep. Uh, Quincy Jones to promote K-pop globally. Prominent U.S. music producer Quincy Jones teamed up Thursday with a South Korean entertainment company to help promote Koreans' K-pop stars globally. I feel like there is a very strong connection between Korea and the U.S., Jones said after signing a deal with CJ E&M, one of South Korea's biggest entertainment firms. The deal was signed between Jones, known for producing hit songs such as We Are the World and Thriller with legendary American singer Michael Jackson and CJ EMG, uh, E&M's music division chief, An Jun. The deal calls on Joan, Jones and CJ E&M to promote K-pop globally and set up a joint fund which will help talented musicians study at the Berklee College of Music in the United States. Jones will serve as executive producer in co-production with the Korean company. There's a sensibility here I have not found in Japan, China, or Vietnam, he said, setting the success of South Korean rapper Sai's global chart topper, Gungam Style. When I first... When I first came here last time, I felt like I was back home in Chicago. They, Koreans and Americans, have an emotional connection, musical connection, and conversation connection. What the ever-loving fuck? What? Um, does he realize that, yeah, Gangnam Style was a complete and total hit, but it was also a complete and totally making fun of shit? Well, it worked for Weird Al. And I hope he but everyone that. understands Weird Al is, you know, parody. I hope he parodies Gangnam Style. I hope to God he does. What the? How? How? He broke her again. Yeah. Not my fault this time. <laughs> I mean, you know, the K-pop phenomenon has been going crazy. I dabbled a little into it but i i get i get it and the only, other guy, the only other k-pop guy i knew was rain and that was only from watching the colbert report i knew him from his movie ninja resurrection or i was like to call it ninja guy and the motion picture oh ninja assassin yeah i know what you're talking about now yeah. rain um,
and I see they're, they're, like SM Entertainment and others, and they're like having the groups, their bands like tour, but it's like they're hitting like major cities where there's like a big influence. But with Quincy Jones going to promote it, next thing you know, you gonna turn on like the Soul Blue station here or something, and it's like wow. I'm I'm kind of all for that though. Scarlet Ninja Assassin, isn't that like Pirate Sailor? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> no, no it was not. It was Ninja Gaiden, the motion picture. That's what it was. Blobity, blobity, blah, blah, blah. And yes, Ed Elric, Weird Al is still doing parody songs. And do not mention Kids Bop. How dare you, good sir? How dare you? And on that note, I think it's time to go take our last break and start wrapping shit up. Sounds good to me. All right. We'll be back.
いたこの街へギター抱えスーツケース転がして俺の声が聞こえるかい終わらない歌歌おう
There we go. Now we're coming down to the wire. Okay. Uh -huh. I kind of like this new ending, you know, so... But before we continue, I totally forgot that... You know what's going on this week right now? What's what? going on this week right now? World Cosplay Summit. Yeah. The finals are going on in Japan as we speak. And I meant to say this at the top of the podcast, but I'm going to get it in now. Uh, to Tiff and Cassie, Cupcake Cosplay, Team USA, on behalf of Anime Jam Session, and cosplayers from the New York Tri-State area, New York, East Coast, West Coast, all over the U.S., we are rooting for you, we wish you the very best, take it all the way, have fun, roll with it, we believe in you, knock their socks off, that's all I'm saying, so... So now let's get into our little wrap-up here so we can kind of get out of here because we're running late due to Skype being retarded and the mixer decided to be a little bit retarded along with it. If you like what you hear here, tell a friend. They need to tell another friend and so on and so forth because we do this for free. So our reports and reviews are straight up unbiased. We don't get paid to do this, but we kind of sort of do for what we do. So that's fair enough. So definitely check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Uh, if you can't get to our site for some reason and you want to check out our podcast, you can find our podcast on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, and Xbox Music, which is probably also known as the Microsoft Store. If you give us a five-star review on iTunes or any of these sites, we'll gladly read it on the air and give, make you bring our mad props because you gave us a five-star review. So it's only fair that we read off what you thought about us so we can tell other people so they can hear us and see their career now. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Uh, this week, the PAX East 2013 videos are going on. Yay! Hey! I hate YouTube bastards. Yeah, well, I'm you know... I'm excited about them. You know, we wouldn't have to say anything if somebody would um, just, you know, do shit. Well, if you notice, I'm kind of, like, only, like, what, two cons behind now, so... Yeah, it's not horrible. At least you're in this year. Oh, fuck you. Check out our own personal YouTube pages. You can find me at youtube.com slash so easier on the S. Ari's at Ari22682. And Makvachan is at uh, youtube.com slash Luna. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash session. This is where you don't want to go if you want to know what our next photos are going up, videos, articles, anything to do with the website, the podcast, everything. We'll post here first so you'll be on the know-how so you first will know what's going on. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at DJRamaS, Ari's at Ari22682, and Mako-chan's at Luna. She's not changing, but somebody stole the original uh, Mako-chan, and she's not going to try to fight to get it back. I think if she did, she might have killed the person, so that's no good. Definitely check us out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I think we're at what? 2,840 something um, fans? Uh, let me double check that. Yeah, 2,483 fans. Thank you. If it wasn't for y'all liking what we do, we wouldn't be doing this. As long as you keep liking the page and liking the photos and the videos and the articles, we'll keep doing more and keep adding on to it. So. 
definitely. Um, let's see what else. What else do we have here? Um, you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash tjronthes. And you can find Makochan here at facebook.com slash Makoto Makochankina. And don't forget, we are on the VOD Network third, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. We're Encore at Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. But VOD Network, Voice of Geeks, we're not the only podcast on the show. You want, if you like, you want to check out these other cool programming shows such as Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Girls Gone Wild, Ford House, Unrestivation Live, The Bobby Blackwell Show, and Orange Live Radio. If you're into like video games, wow, comic books, television shows, British programming, the whole gamut, check out these other awesome shows on the VOD Network. Just go to VODNetwork.com and check the list and you'll see when they're coming on. That works for me. So, man, I kind of got through the end credits pretty quickly. Yeah, you screwed them up, but that's alright. I always screw them up. Yeah, because you said the YouTube um, names instead of the uh, Twitter names, but that's okay. What, what did I say by accident? You said the YouTube names instead of the Twitter names. Oh. So let's go back. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session, followed by Twitter.com DJ S, Twitter.com slash The Ari Man, and Twitter.com slash Jove Day. There you go. Yay! I'm not a retard. Shut up. I plead the fifth. I will throw these scissors at you. <laughs> plead the fifth. So, yeah. All right, people. Last words. Ari. Um, just got to look forward to Otakon. Mako? Um, if you guys are around early Saturday morning, they're uh, doing the Sailor Moon... Thing in Japan, which is going to be uh, live streamed, and either what are they? Is she subtitling as she's going, or have, just explaining it? I'm not sure. Bob Pie will be up at that time anyway, so I'll well, probably be work. Yeah, they're going to be discussing the new anime and possibly the uh, musical and things like that. Yep. So. So it's going to be 4 a.m. Eastern, right? Something like that. On MissDream.org. And as for me, my voice is drying up, so I think I need some tea. I'm probably going to watch a little bit of TV, so yeah. So I think we did pretty good for what we got, so... Yeah, we we ended semi-on time, even with all the fuck-ups. Yes, yes. I'm going to have... I'm I'm actually going to put a note right here on the fridge... Check Skype. Check Skype. Check Skype. Check Skype. Check Skype. Check Skype. Yeah. If, if, if you forget that after all of this, although there has been a lot of stuff that you've forgotten that I'm just not going to remind you of. Anyway. Anyway. You can eat a bag of eggs. No, thank you. Check Skype. Check Skype. Nice children. Check Skype. Fieri. 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Same uh Vod time, same Vod channel, same Vod network. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako Chan. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Peace out. Later, bitches. Nice.
say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. This time it didn't happen. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session AJS Productions. There were no fanboys or fangirls hurt, maimed, or killed during this episode. This time... The views and opinions on this show do not reflect the entire staff or network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. And if you would like a transcript of today's podcast, start typing. Visit us at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about the show. See you next time.